welcome back to Everlasting Fruit. This is B. Charles. Today, I am going to be looking at an aspect that I believe is really important, and that is, is God enough for us? And of course, if you're looking for that, you're looking at the concept of satisfaction. So what is satisfaction? Google defines it as fulfillment of one's wishes, expectations, or needs, or the pleasure derived from this. We can say it is a state of being pleased. There are times when satisfaction is used interchangeably with uh, contentment. However, contentment is the state of being satisfied regardless of the circumstances. So with if you're looking at what satisfaction is, satisfaction is maybe being pleased because you get what you asked for or everything that you wanted has been fulfilled. But contentment is being in a state of pleasure, whether you have it or whether you don't. So that's how you can look at those two. And so today I want us to reflect on whether we are pleased with God or is our pleasure only when God fulfills our wishes? Is it only when God meets our expectations or our needs? I was reading Psalm 17, but before we get into that verse, um, I just want us to look at what was going on with David. Um, So in this particular chapter, David is praying for protection. His enemies are really doing a work on him. You know, when you get into um, or when you get to the point of those long winded prayers about your enemies, you are really in need of the Lord's protection. You need his vindication, especially when the attacks are unwarranted. David stated that he was surrounded. His enemies were arrogant and uncaring. These were ruthless enemies. When your enemies are arrogant and uncaring, that means they are looking for your life. They don't want you alive anymore. So he was looking to the Lord for salvation. He was looking to the Lord for protection. He was looking to the Lord for vindication. He was looking to the Lord for deliverance. He was looking to the Lord. That is the point. It's that he was looking to the Lord. And guess what? The Lord fulfilled his wishes. The Lord met his expectations and he was pleased with how the Lord met his needs for protection. That is how the Lord grants us the desires of our hearts. They're in line with his will. David knew this was not the end for him because he was anointed for something greater, but he dared not rush the process that the Lord had ordained him for. He dared not quicken the process. He was looking to the Lord. So if you're in any situation where you feel like your appointed time is taking too long, my dears, look to the Lord. Don't rush the process. The Lord knows why you're going through this. Take this as your training ground for what is to come. In the month of May, we tend to reflect on motherhood a lot, or at least we are 
conditioned and forced to reflect on it because after Easter, every store and commercial is about Mother's Day. I don't know what your prayer may be regarding your situation. I just wanted to encourage you that you have a God who is in the business of meeting our needs and expectations. He's a God we can cry to and he hears us. He's a God who saves and protects. He's a God who vindicates and he promotes. He's a God who corrects and comforts. And one thing we can be sure of is that not only is he a God who loves but he always answers. And this is where contentment comes in. Will you be content when the answer is not what you're seeking? Do you live for the Lord's will or for the fulfillment of your own desires? Let's look at how David handled his situation. So David, the anointed one, David, the giant slayer, David, who won the hearts of many, He could have fought hard against his enemies. And I would like to believe that he would have been successful as he had a track record of winning battles, but he was looking for the Lord. He was not looking for his own solution to the problem. He was looking to God. And when you look to God, you're saying, Lord, whatever you do, whatever solution you bring about for me, I will be satisfied with it because it is the best solution. You look to God saying, whatever I'm going through, I want you to determine the result. I don't want to manipulate the result to what I think would be pleasing to me. I don't want the outcome to be what I expect. Rather, I want the outcome of this circumstance to be according to your will, according to your desires, because what I desire is what you desire for me. So are you satisfied with the Lord? Is there an area in your life where you're like, Jesus, take the wheel, but maybe another area you're like, Lord, I want it this way. We've all gone through them. For instance, when it comes to where we live, we're like, Lord, lead and guide us to where you want us. But then when it comes to our families and the Lord is trying to convict us on a particular issue, we're like, Lord, let me explain. Or maybe a career or a relationship, we're not ready to give to God fully. We are only satisfied when we pray to the Lord, oh God, I want to move, say, to Dominican Republic. But then when the Lord says, No, that's not where I want you to be. I want you to move to Sudan or China. We are not open to it. We want the Lord to answer in the way that we want him to. But that is not contentment. That is not relying on the Lord. And that is not satisfaction in the Lord. But David, even though he was anointed, He looked to the one who anointed him. Even though he was appointed, he looked to the one who would set the time of the appointment. Even though he was chosen, he waited until the one who chose him announced him. Even though he knew the crown belonged to him, he could not sit on the throne unless the Lord crowned him. Are you looking to others for fulfillment? Are you looking to your partner for validation? Do you think having children or being married validates you? Are you looking for the compliments of your boss to know 
that you have done great work? Are you waiting for your pastor's prayers to feel like the Lord has heard you? Are you waiting for the applause of your friends to feel worthy? Are you looking to the number of followers, of listeners, of likes to confirm you as one who has influence or to confirm you as one who is doing the Lord's work? The Lord will bring the audience he wants. David knew that his satisfaction was in the Lord. He was content in God that he did not rush the process of getting to the throne. He cried to the Lord. He learned through his trials to depend on the Lord, to be content in the Lord. He knew that the Lord who created him had a plan for him. He knew that even though he was going through tough times, he was still in the Lord's plan. He knew that the presence of suffering, of sorrow in his life did not negate the Lord's anointing and call upon him. Him, nor did it mean that the Lord was not present in his life. David did not only think about his life in that present time, he thought of eternity. And I believe this is one of the reasons why we have a hard time with contentment, with satisfaction, because we are looking to satisfy a time that will pass away. Trying to live permanently in a place where you're just a visitor like the Israelites in Egypt, it's detrimental because you end up feeding into the things of that world. But when you have eternity in mind, you know that you're not meant for this world. So you live with where you're going. You live knowing fully well that this is not where you're going to stay. You're going to the better place. God has a better plan for you after this life. In Psalms 17 verses 15, and I'm using the CSB, David stated, but I will see your face in righteousness. When I awake, I will be satisfied with your presence. He had the confidence of doing life with his Lord that even when he died, he would awake and he would still be satisfied with the Lord's presence. If you don't get that our life is training us for our life with the Lord in eternity, I don't know what to tell you. How are you going to be satisfied with the Lord in eternity? when you don't know how to be satisfied with the Lord now. Because this chapter shows that David relied on the Lord. He trusted God. He looked to the Lord for guidance. You can bet that when he meets the Lord after he awakens from his sleep, he will be even more satisfied with the Lord. Because he lived for the Lord, not for himself. Our satisfaction should be to please or put a smile on the Lord's face. Also, did you just book the fact that David lived way before Jesus's time, but he was talking about waking up after death and being in the Lord's presence as in everlasting life? I love the Bible. Read your Bibles and let the Lord enlighten you with his word. There's always some form of revelation coming about. I mean, it's a library of revelation and I love it. So you can gain all that you want on this earth. But my dear, it doesn't end here. Live with eternity in mind. Maybe that will help us stop striving so much because the striving makes us feel like we put in work for our salvation or we put in work to live on this earth. So we, we, we want to attain our um, striving's worth. 
but that is far from it. Stop fighting for what will pass away with this world. So when you look at your life and maybe you haven't achieved what everybody thought you would have achieved by now, or you should have achieved, it doesn't matter. If God wants it to happen, it will. What you need to consider is, have you remained in the Lord? Are you still trusting God? Ask yourself, if the Lord were to come, would I hear, get away from me, for I never knew you, or will I hear, well done, my good and faithful servant? Because at that time, satisfaction won't be the question. Pleasure won't be in mind. It won't matter if you met all your worldly goals, if they had no eternal value. Faithfulness will matter. Belief in Christ will matter. Living for God, for Christ will matter. You will have to answer, was God enough for me? Was I content in the Lord? Since it's Mother's Day, I would like to remind you that whether you have kids or not, you are a disciple maker. You are mothering in some form of way. Point those that the Lord has put in your care. You can look at Paul. He didn't marry. He didn't have children, but he had disciples and he pointed them to the Lord. So point the children God has put in your care, in your environment to Christ. Model satisfaction or contentment in him. If you must leave something, it would be to Leave a legacy of godliness, of deep-rooted faith in Christ Jesus, to point them in the way that they must go and to teach them to live a life with eternity in mind. But you can only give what you're practicing and full of. So if you're satisfied in the Lord, they too must live a life fully satisfied in Him. I want to leave you with this verse, Philippians 4 verses 11. To 13. I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstance. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. The Lord is your strength. And I pray that you may find satisfaction in him. And I pray that you will be content in the Lord. Thank you so much for tuning in. We have reached the end of the episode. If you want to get in touch, email is best at everlasting.fruit8 at gmail.com. That's everlasting dot fruit number eight at gmail.com but if you want the ease of access then instagram is for you at everlasting fruit podcast that's one word are you satisfied with where you are in your relationship with god reflect on this and if you're not seek the lord draw near to him and he will draw near to you happy mother's day until the next time God bless.